1: Broncos Ledge, SEN Rugby League expert, Andrew McCulloch. Macca, good morning to you.
0: Good morning, boys. Thanks very much for having me on. I well, don't know about expert. When I just hang around long enough, mate, you'll end up with the title, so I'll, uh, I'll take it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yes.
2: take it, mate. What, what sort of off-season yeah. did you have, Macca? Uh, because I bet it flew by.
0: Certainly did, mate. It goes very quickly. Still involved with um, you know j- junior football um, heels, so there was plenty of stuff going on around November, December, and then picks back up just after New Year's and we're in for another year and I you know, can't wait. It's been great cricket, but looking forward to the Open League starting.
1: Hey, before we start the league, you and I, last time you and I were sort of shoulder to shoulder was at the Tom Brady night, which was uh, an interesting evening, mate, wasn't
0: it? Oh, yeah, it was. You know, obviously I would have liked to hear a few different questions from the MC, but overall to hear a guy of that calibre and what he's done within sport, um, his journey, how he got there was um, – yeah, really cool, and you could really feel the you know excitement within the room. How um, Tom Brady doesn't come to Brisbane every too often, so that was um, it was a great night. and It was good to see you too, mate. You had a bit going on as well. Yes, I was
1: trying to back a winner as well at the oh. time. <laughs> Such <laughs> know, it's a way. Thanks for throwing me out of the vast mac. Appreciate yeah. it. Um, yeah, you, you're right. But one of the messages, and I said to Heald's on air, um, Mac, it was that you know, both clubs that were strongly represented there, Lions and Bronx, had come off you know, desperately heartbreaking grand final losses. And 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 Brady made the point that, you know, of the seven Super Bowls he won, he lost a couple as well. And they were the ones that he tended to learn more about himself out of.
0: Well, that's exactly right. You probably go back and critique yourself, what you needed to improve on to get better in those times of, I guess, disappointment and probably look at that more so than after a win where you obviously just get on about the celebrations and just get on with things. So, yeah, he made a very good point there. And those two teams, to obviously dealt with in that situation, is um, you know a good lesson for them. And you know they've come together a bit as a group. You can sort of see over social media and news outlets that those two clubs are going to go watch each other play football and get around each other a lot more, which mm. is great for Brisbane. And hopefully they both have uh, another strong year.
2: Yeah, nice confidence levels. That's right. Um, can you, did you get an uh, sort of a, an idea of the role of the quarterback? Like, he oh, oh. he has to know where everyone's supposed to be running for every play, I'd imagine.
0: Well, he just spoke about how big, obviously, his playbook was, where his players needed to be. It was all on him. So for him, his message was if he didn't do his role right, he couldn't help the players around him. And if he didn't know everything and be able to explain things, he was letting his teammates down and his coaches down. So he felt it was his obligation to be the best and give himself every chance for his team to win. And he obviously, like you said, knows where everyone is. And if it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't get it right, it's on him. So it's such a big play, obviously, in the NFL. And Super Bowl coming up, it's going to be up to those two guys as well to get their team on.
1: Yeah, exactly right. All right, let's talk a little bit about Bronx. Ezra, Man locked away for a long term. And they're sort of getting the nucleus now, the ones they want, mate, don't they? I mean, I know they'll work on Reese Watts, but he's there for a couple of years anyway. Um, but the likes of Haas and Carrigan – um, they're there for a while now.
0: Yeah, you can certainly see what they're trying to do, build, build that, I guess, group of players. And you've got to look outside too when you talk about talent in those key positions such as you know, your middle fours and, your, and you know, your spine are so crucial. So if you're able to lock those guys in for long term, so don't, there's not a real lot out there that you can sort of lock away, um, I guess, in quality and probably, I guess, bank your, banking on that player to get you through to a premiership. So... Yeah, it's looking like Adam might go around for another year there. I'm not sure the ins and outs of that contract, but a uh, experienced guy, obviously young guy, the young guy half outside him as well as a good combination is what you need in the game at the moment. It looks like they're trying to build that nicely. It's Good to see him repay the favour to the Broncos as well, and looks like he's pretty happy and enjoying his footy. Uh, Macca, I
2: I vaguely remembered only uh, now uh, a young a young gun halfback that we touted might be his shadow eventually. Have you got his name?
0: Um, uh, from the Broncos? Yeah. Yeah, oh, made it through the hard. There's a couple of good ki- kids coming through. I'd hate to sort of put it... Okay, there's a couple I of them, I mean. right? There's a couple because I know for a fact, obviously, I've had a mate, Benny Hunt's probably been in that position. You know, the great Alan Langer, Tommy Dearden's another one. So those guys you get thrust in that position in such a, you know, a pressure role in such a big club, so... There's a number of guys, fine. I don't want to single anyone out. A okay. um, couple of good young kids, They're Certainly, in emerging players that I could name. But yeah, just like to relax a little bit with that, and just obviously um, let them buy their time and and learn before I start heaping praise on kids or expectations because it can be a bit of a um, detrimental effect to their, yeah. I guess, growth.
2: Good call, mate. Uh, but they are there, which is good. I remember reading on one, and I've got to remember better. Hey, uh, after a little bit of impatience with Ezra early, he hasn't taken very long, eh, to look comfortable at the NRL level in such an important position?
0: Yeah, well, it's such he uh, heel. sorry, you've got to understand too, mate, the half he's got outside him. So the relaxed feeling for Ezra would be, I don't have to run the show. Adam's there running the show, calling the shots. He sits back and has a probably a few plays up his sleeve, and then he takes the ball when sort of Adam gives it to him. So he'd be just sitting back going, how good is this? I don't have to steer the ship. The pressure's not really on me. It's on Adam to obviously get him around. He's experienced half. So, you know, that'll change as you get old, obviously. So at the moment, he's just sitting back, and Adam's probably dictating where they go, and he gets to play when he wants to, which is great. And enjoy it where you can, too. (laughs) Back, like, right. I don't think we've spoken on air about
1: this, and I mean, we, we sort of tend to mention it every interview we do about the Bronx at the moment. You take away Farnworth the, in the backs, but you lose Flegler, Palacir, and Capel—three very, very capable NRL-level forwards. You're you're someone who yeah. played your life in the pack.
0: Yeah, it is, and that just happens after you have a bit of success in terms of salary cap and guys wanting more opportunity and things like that. But the good, strong clubs over the years have been able to keep that I guess standard set of training regardless of who's coming in and whose players left so it's really an emphasis on your junior system and I guess what they're doing right to actually build into that next step and take those positions because it is going to happen that's the way it works within the NRL so you know your good systems underneath those first grade guys um, you're in a good position and hopefully they can do that this year and yeah, you know, a couple of little buys there, Fletcher Baker as well. Another one from the Roosters, strong club. So hopefully he can do a job there off the bench as well as maybe even starting. So, yeah, some good signs there. But blokes have just got to up and take their opportunity when they get it.
2: Mm, Fletcher Baker hasn't had a whole lot of luck pre-season, has he? A couple of couple of times he's gone down with a foot.
0: Yeah, a little bit niggling injuries, mate. It's obviously not ideal, but hopefully he's got the good he's got a good staff there and. Yeah, pressure's not on him either to really start. So if you can do a job like Keenan or someone like that off the bench and not be that Thomas Flegler, um, he just needs to be himself but certainly to start with
2: anyway. Okay. What about the hooker position, mate? Are we, are we a touch heavy? Do we um, maybe find more versatile roles for one of them or two of them? Uh, can they be useful in other areas or is this how many hookers you need?
0: Yeah, it's a strange run. I don't know too many clubs that have probably got four or five on their, I guess, books there. Obviously, they're on different scale of contracts and maybe development and all that sort of thing, the top 30 deals. Um, yeah, it's an interesting one there. You've probably got like, three or four guys in your Cam Brzezowski is on a development deal or a train and trial deal. He's a young kid on the under-19s emerging squad as well. So mm-hmm. good young player in the hookers. So there's another opportunity there. But, yeah, fighting for spots, um. Uh, yeah, there's four or five there, but, like, you know, Billy's had a great year last year. I think Tyson Smoothie did a great job when he needed to do as well when he got on there, kept the symbols. So, yeah, Pakes, he wants another shot as well. So it's good for competition for spots, um, but evidently after a while, you know, you can't keep four or five. It just doesn't work like that. So it's going to be interesting how that pans out.
1: So how's the Sunday afternoon barbecues over at Kevy's place when, uh, when Billy takes the grandkids over and say, Dad, what are you doing to me? You've got 15 hookers on the list.
0: No, oh, I don't know, yeah. Well, at the moment, I think Billy's happy. He's playing his footy's going. He doesn't need to worry about that. So, yeah. Oh, mate, that's just the way he keeps playing good footy. He doesn't have to have his chat to his dad. So, I think he's just, he'd like to keep it that way. So, it'd be tough for both sides in the end. But, they don't have to worry about that at the moment.
1: Mako, who takes the next step this year in your mind? Who who goes to the next level? I know we've got established stars. We've got young excitement machines like like Walsh and Mam. Who do you think within that top 30 at the Bronx is going to surprise us?
0: You know know who I really like that's probably probably a bit unnoticed. Everyone talks about Paddy Carrigan and those sort of guys in the middle, and deservingly so. But, you know, you look at Kobe Hetherington, how far he's come on. He was a hooker when I was still there at the Broncos. But he comes on and does a tremendous job when he gets his chance, his opportunity for his 10 or 15 minutes when he comes on the field. He's energetic. Doesn't make mistakes. Comes on with plenty of energy. Good tackles. Tackles like his old man. So, it's um those guys are the glue. And the, when you realize when you're out in the field, and those guys come on and you don't know notice, notice the difference between your starting and your bench players. so know you're in a good position. And Kobe did a tremendous job that this year doing that. Sorry, last year doing it. Um, so you would be looking to impress again and maybe a few more shots at starting. And depending on obviously the forward pack of the setup is there, but. You can certainly see Kobe starting in the 13 jersey a little bit this year if there's Mm. origin time or a chance someone from Paddy to go up in the front row as well. And some of that, would
2: that have been influenced and educated by Kurt Capewell? Uh, For example, the influence he had on that forward pack now, is that what Hetherington can take on?
0: Yeah, yeah, I assume so. You'd like to think those guys that have been around a while leaving an impression on these younger guys coming through yeah. and how they train, how they behave, the professionalism, how to get up after a few bumps and bruises throughout the year. So you'd like to think so, Heels, and um, I guess time will tell and the impact you sort of left within those club, those young guys you'd think would be in good stead and he's obviously gone for whatever his reasons, but next man up and that's what you need. Hey,
1: back up, we'll we'll let you go. Always generous with your time. Just very quickly, the other three. I mean... What are the whispers around the, the footy circles about Titans, Cows and Dolphins?
0: Yeah, obviously, obviously we spoke to a couple of boys at the Dolphins there, how hard they're training, they've going up a level. But I think, once again, their depth's added really well. They've brought some really good players. They have a really have a real low, sorry, be a good balance for them. Herbie's a great pickup and obviously Flaggy. So you think they'd be there, they'd be pushing again. Obviously, they were surprised. Packets the Dolphins a little bit lashed in terms of how well they probably exceeded expectations, but, you know, I think they've got a good strong squad. And, you know, Cowboys, a little disappointed, I think, to start the year after the year they had previously before that, but they got such a strong roster, I think they'd be there, thereabouts. So, for sure a good year, and we'll see what Desi can do with the Titans, mate, but he's of looking good for the Queensland teams at the moment anyway.
1: Yeah, um, I agree. I, I think, you know, and... We're back. You know as well as I do, at this time of the year, everyone's a chance of winning the premiership. That's
0: it, mate. Everyone's going good. It's the fittest everyone's been. (laughs) We'll see how they go when you get into June, July time, mate, after a few bumps, and we'll worry about that then.
1: Good stuff. Andrew McCulloch, thank you, mate. Thanks, maker.
0: Thank you, boys. Appreciate that.